chat and chew i am so excited for tonight but i'm here to tell you tonight is gonna be a <laughs> remix turn it around dj so we're gonna do something a little different all right so before we get started let me do my disclaimer that all thoughts and opinions and ideas that are shared on this platform of those of myself and my guests it is not for intention of to sway anybody to think as we think so we are politely will agree to disagree in that matter but we do hope that something is said that will enlighten you or bring peace happiness and joy to you so having said that i hope you good people are doing well out there it has been one heck of a week you hear me let me tell you so you know this month we was doing the battle of the errors right so having conversation with the baby boomers the millenniums um the generation x and then the millenniums after my conversation with the millenniums i had so many great conversations with people that had watched the episode had some ideas things that were said that made them think about different things we had great dialogue i hate i had great dialogue with my esthetician you know uh yeah i mean it was kind of weird, but it's whatever. I mean, you know, so, so I would like to say on my behalf, because I'm the host, um, I think the millenniums got it. And this is why I would tell you that I think the millenniums took it. The millenniums are in a pivotal point in history. The millenniums are, they have fortunately and unfortunately we just got to be honest and this is my truth fortunately and unfortunately they have so many things that were pushed down on them the good thing about is they are a group of young people who are willing to ask the whys the whys the how comes the why we're doing it this way why not change they're willing to go into change they're willing to uncover new opportunities new thought patterns and i think that is phenomenal so ha after having all these conversations that's why i say the millenniums are at a pivot there are the pivot they are the pivot in history they really really are because when you think about it like you know um i'll be 48 this year right so i'm close to 50 so that's a half a century so when I turn 50, my kids will be around about 28, 27, 28, 28, 29, somewhere around there. So they'll be at that pivotal point in their life, which is the age of 30. That's when it really starts to happen for us is at 30. So we were coming up during that you know, our generation, our, our century, half a century. So now they're getting ready to turn it all around. They're the ones building cars that's going to fly. They're the ones building, um, you know, electric cars. They're the ones coming up with all these different apps and easier ways for us to do things systematically. They're the ones out here, um, you know, building the community at least trying to get into places and different jobs and positions to build our community up they're the ones kicking in doors now so it is my opinion that the millenniums are the pivotal point in our history so everything from you know this point on is what's really being built by the millenniums so what we need to do 
is to continue to support them, to continue to pour positivity into them, continue to um, be that sounding board for them. Because now is the time where Generation X is getting ready to become the big mamas, you know, the grandmamas and the grandpapas. And um, we're the ones they're going to be coming to for Sunday dinners. And when they have a bad day, they call us on the phone for advice or not even just for, not even for advice. What I've learned is sometimes they just want us to listen. They just need a sounding board. So we need to understand what our role is now because the baby boomers and beyond were that for us. But now we're transitioning to be those people for them. So I think it's very important that we support them and we pour positivity in them, not take things, uh, you know, that were done, um, you know, from, well, that's the way grandma did it. And that's the way my mama did it. And, and so, Let's not do that. Let's try to be um, cognizant of what we say and what we do because we want to build healthy um, relationships, healthy mindsets, you know, healthy careers. We want them to think aggressively, but at the same time, we want them to be able to stand on their feet and to um, not be afraid to speak up, not be afraid to go against the grain. So. Those things are important. So for that, I say the millenniums get it. So let's give the millenniums a hand. A round of applause. Woo! So I said tonight was going to be a little remix. The DJ took it back for us. Now, I don't know if all of you were paying attention, but did you realize that certain things were common? throughout each generation. Baby boomers, they talked about mental health. They talked about how the things that were happening in that time affected the way they think, the way they thought, the things that they did, where they could go, who they were going to be. The Generation X talked about the same thing. Um, the we was always taught, uh, one thing that sticks out to me, we was taught, you don't go outside of this house and tell anybody what's going on. You know, same kind of concept, the way we were raised, what we was raised to do, and how that carried on. The Millenniums was the one who said, hey, I think if 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 I could change anything, I would have I would have preferred that not to happen. I would have preferred that one quality not to be passed down. So tonight, we're going to talk about how mental health in support of April being Mental Health Month. So tonight, I got to I got to thinking last night, like, man, you know, ever since I, we had that conversation with my kids, I'm just thinking like, um, you know, I wish, you know, you always wish you could have did something different after the fact, you know, but then I had a conversation with my esthetician and, uh, me and Toki was talking about the fact that, you know, from her perspective, because her mother is a generation X and Toki feels like she felt like in, in her opinion was that we screwed them up. <laughs> She basically felt like because we took on so much from the baby boomers and we tried to push it on to them and we didn't give them the opportunity to, you know, really enjoy because basically her the way her mother raised her was probably different than the way that I raised my kids. And and, it, and that's probably the same throughout a lot of homes because of our backgrounds and, you know, just a number of things. But in her opinion, you know, so she felt like she didn't have a complete sense of, you know, responsibility or, uh, you know, the secrets and, you know, don't say nothing and don't speak up. And, and those things that affected, you know, their mental health, the way that they thought and the things that they did. So it was really, really troubling my soul how 
you know, mental health was, is such um, a stronghold when it comes to us just being great, us just being able to move into our purpose and us just accepting who we are, what we feel and allow to feel how we feel. Because I think that for us, Generation X and beyond, we were always taught that certain feelings aren't acceptable. So you don't talk about it. But what I've learned throughout my older years and taking control of my own mental health is it's okay to feel what you feel. It's okay to express or to release an experience so that it doesn't have an effect on you. And in order for to you to release an experience, you have to be able to confront that experience. And in order for you to be able to confront that experience, you have to have support in places that makes you feel safe to confront that experience. So once you release, that experience is behind you. So I got on the phone and I called my BFF today. And I was like, hey, girl, what you doing? <laughs> because I just wanted to have a dialogue with someone that I knew would, would be transparent and someone I know, you know, has the same feelings and a lot of the same experiences that I have and is well-versed on the topic. And I would say we are well-versed because of our backgrounds and the jobs that we have, because we saw a lot of different people in the military, especially being a leader in the military. You see a lot of different people from a lot of different backgrounds. You meet a lot of different people with a lot of different beliefs. And as a leader or anybody in the military, you are taught to take on the norms and the value of that branch that you are in. So that is your priority. That makes us all one. You don't see color. You don't see race. You don't see sex. You see a uniform. You see the person in the uniform, your brother or sister in arms. But you still have to be able to deal with the fact that that person, just like you, still have their norms and beliefs that they came from back at home, from within their family, their nucleus. So um, I am here to introduce to you all my one of my BFFs, Miss um, Shirley Burton. Say hi to the people, boo. Hey, everybody. Okay, so... So like I was telling Shirley when I was, you know, talking to her earlier, like um, after the conversation I had with the kids and then the conversation that I had with Toki, like it really got me thinking like, you know, people don't just wake up with mental health problems. People don't just wake up depressed. People don't, you know, you're not born depressed. You're not born, you know, suicidal. You're not born with anxiety. I feel like um, that a seed is planted that creates that emotion in you. And when I say a seed, it could be an experience. It could be, you know, just something that you saw, something that happened to you. But whatever the case is, it's not something that is natural within us. That's something that's planet within us. So I think, you know, a lot of times when we come back from the generation of, you know, you don't, you don't tell, you don't tell what happened. That's what creates the, uh, you know, when it leads to suicide um, or which leads to outbursts or what leads to anger, you know, all these different, different um, actions. Is because people keep it balled up inside because they feel like they can't really express how they feel and they can't be their true authentic self because people are not going to accept them because of how they really feel. So, you know, what, what do you have to add to that, Shirley? I, I think you're right. I think um, most definitely that you're right. Um, it does take a significant event, you know, 
something occurs. And I think there's different levels to it because going in life, you're going to come to those things as children. You know, everyone has went through something, seen something. Um, so maybe that wasn't, you know, the trigger. Okay. So for me, we, we, we went through life, made it through, we grown now. Okay. We deployed that first time. Ooh. Okay. That's another trigger. And this continues to happen until you have that mental break. Right. Because and you keep those things inside. You keep them inside. You don't tell nobody how you're feeling. You don't tell, you know, you just keep it to yourself and you, you don't want to talk about it. Right. You know, you don't know how to feel yourself. Right. Um, so having those people around you is, is the most important thing. And even still to this day, you know, I've been out in the military for some time. I've been an adult, you know, I'm, I'm up there. I'm up there. But however, I am just now learning how to open up, mm -hmm. you know, how to tell people what I'm feeling. Right. You know, how to tell people um, that, you know, I'm hurting inside. Right. Or right. That I'm going through something. So, um, you know, mental health is not a game. It's not a joke. And those individuals who are still out there and and don't believe that it's real or it hasn't happened to you. Right. You know, They're just suffering in silence. Suffering in silence. Yes. Yeah. Get Talk to someone. Open up. You know, um, now that I'm older, I have I tell you exactly how I feel, what I'm feeling. Right. Right. And that goes back to like I was telling you, I was looking at the statistics from 2019, um, 2020. Right. And I mean, we all know that we was in the, you know, the middle of a pandemic. But yes, the pandemic put us all in our homes for a significant amount of time. But also the thing that the pandemic So can you imagine someone who's already suffering in silence and now they're left with just those thoughts in themselves? So in 2020, right, um, suicide was 12th for causes of death. There was 46,000 people who, Americans, who died by suicide. There was an estimate of 1.2 million attempted suicides in 2020. And I just feel like, um, you know, that's astounding yeah. that someone has all that all bottled up and they don't feel like they could express or they don't know how to express to get all those, you know, that hurt those demons out, you know, whatever it is. To the point where, you know, they feel like they want to hurt themselves. And I know a lot of people, especially men, feel like, you know, a man is not supposed to, you know, we we tough. We don't feel like that. We we don't. We, we. No, it's OK. You know, it's really OK. Like, I promise it is okay. you're going to be OK. You know, one thing and my therapist says it all the time. But, you know, when it really started to stick, when my kids said it to me. I was feeling depressed this past weekend and, you know, just different things happening because like I was telling Shirley today, people think like, oh, it's that commercial. You ever seen that commercial where call such and such and we'll assign you a therapist when say, you know, people, people don't understand when you're depressed and you're feeling sad, what they say can really be harmful. Like, mm -hmm. oh, you're going to be okay. Oh, it's not really that bad. Like, like, or just completely just pull yeah, you like don't dismiss, <laughs> don't dismiss somebody's inner feelings because mm -hmm. you could be the one that tipped the poor person over the edge. But I believe that anxiety, um, depression, all of that is uh it's like being an addict. Like they say, once an addict, always an addict. You may be in recovery and you may no longer use but you're still an addict. And it's the same thing with depression and anxiety. It doesn't go away. You just learn techniques and tools mm -hmm. to deal with it. You know, yes, like, yes. yeah, you that's all it is. You can love yourself to the highest, but sometimes some things are going to get you down. And it's, yeah. okay. it's inevitable, you know? Yes, it's okay. And what my daughter told me now, it's crazy. I hope she's not watching this, but my therapist told me before, but what my daughter told me this past weekend, and it just 
like it gave me a little bit of life to say, okay, tomorrow when I wake up, I'm going to get myself up and I'm going to walk in my purpose. Like I'm not going to allow myself to feel this way. It's because she said, it's okay to feel how you feel, mama. She said, just feel it. Just feel it and let the feeling pass and then move on to the next thing. And I was just like that to me, that was astounding because that's really the thing. You don't want to feel the negative feeling. So you, you like bottling it all up and all you really doing is like making a can of, you know, like a can of biscuits in there and you just wait for somebody to, and then the dugout biscuits pop out, you know? So I think that's, you know, that's what we need to encourage people to do. It's yeah. okay to feel what you feel. It's okay. It's, it's okay to feel what you feel. It's okay to have a bad day. Mm -hmm. Now, it is not okay to stay there. Now, sometimes you feel like you can't get Listen, I wouldn't say that. Sometimes it's okay to stay there for, for a little while. You know, you're going to stay there one or two days. Okay, got okay. it. But got you it. cannot get comfortable there. Right, you right. Know, not to the you point have where... to take that time when you're depressed to self-reflect. Right. Know? That's yeah, really I when agree. you start to start to think and, and, you know, start to, you know, you go into what you do know. You know, for me, I go into praying a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I want to know, I want, I'm, you know. Um, and it comes to that point to where you say, okay, well, you know what? It's happened. I don't know what to do. You know, I, now I got to get up. Right. You know, now I need to call. Let me call Keisha. Right, right. You know, right. even so, if I don't tell you what's going on. Yeah, let me know? use my techniques. Let me yeah. plug into, you know, yeah. plug into my circle. Yeah. My and know circle. that nobody's exempt from this. You know, I think then that's a big thing. It's a stereotype that, mm -hmm. you know, people think, well, this person is not going through it. This, no, 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 no. Don't ever think that someone is not going through something. It may not be the same as yours, right. but most definitely someone has felt or been where you are. Right. Absolutely. And another thing that I found very, very interesting, and I didn't know this, um, because when you hear about death and, um, you know, suicide and, uh, you know, I know I immediately think about how we, you know, I immediately think about that. But you know what? We, to say we have other things now, we have other things going on, but um, when it comes to mental health, I think because of the old people ways, you mm. know, part of our generation has um, learned how to deal with it that way. And so they become functional in it, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Because do you realize that most suicides are, happen in the Midwest amongst um, Caucasian people? Yeah, I didn't know that. The the area with the least amount of suicides is more of the areas where there is more um, population. New Jersey, New York. Where the population is. Yeah. More city, the bigger cities, you know, northeastern area. I found that interesting. Um, then the next least would be like coming down um, from Northeast, um, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas. You get into the higher percentages when you start looking at West Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, Arizona, Missouri, you know, Indiana, Kansas, uh, South Dakota, North Dakota, um, and California is actually one of the least. So I think is more highly populated cities mm -hmm. has a lower, um, and, and, you know, you really wouldn't think that. At least I did. It surprised me. I didn't think that. Um, so that was interesting to know, too, that, um, and that's for 2020 during the pandemic. Yeah. So and then, and then the other thing with the suicides, and I think this is significant, is um, during the pandemic, during 2020, um, the age group, it was like 85 and above the older people, like 
we got to take care, take mm. care of our, our you know, our, like, you know, I thought it was, you know, propaganda. They like, you know, when they were talking about the nurses home and people were just leaving their family and going home during the pandemic. And, I mean, I, I granted they couldn't really go see their, their families or whatever, but, you know, that just makes me think, like, I know I always be threatened to put my mom in the home. I just think that, you know, we just need to make it uh, like depression. 19% of the population, every 100,000 person. Like 19% is, you know, deals with depression. Um, excessive drinking, 17.6%, you know. Um, and obviously, you know, depression leads to other things. Drug use, excessive alcohol use, you know. Street drugs, suicide, you know, all these different things. So, and I just think we we really need to make it a norm and it's okay to feel what you feel and say what you feel. Um, it's okay to have, you know, to feel how you feel. If you feel hurt, it's okay to feel hurt about a situation. Don't let someone tell you that, oh, you should be over that. Oh, forget that. And it's not that bad. If yes. it's that bad for you, God damn it, say it's that bad. It's that bad. Yes, most if definitely. It's always. That bad for me. I feel like shit today. Today was a horrible day, you know? Mm -hmm. And everybody has triggers. Everybody has triggers. And, and I will just, you know, express my my experiences because i do deal with depression there are certain things that can really just spin me emotionally out of control to the point that i'm dealing with depression and i thank god for friends who can see mm, something's not right with her let me check in with her you know what i'm saying let me um something i might have said something i might have posted on social media or just me being on their mind Sis, I'm checking in with you. You all right? No, you know, today's not a good day. I'm not feeling good, you know. And a lot of times they don't ask, but well, what's wrong? We got this. I'm going to pray for you. What do you need to bring you something to eat? You want to go out? You want to live? What, what do you need from me? What can I do? You know, you just need to be. need to be available so they can feel safe at that moment. Because that's all we really want. All you want is to feel like somebody understands what you're going through and they love you in spite of. Because you don't want to feel like you're a burden to anybody or you're weak or, um, you know, the, that you're not a strong person or you don't have a strong mind or you don't love yourself because you're allowing yourself to feel those emotions. Exactly. You, 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 you know, I have a friend, one of my best friends, she's still struggling with the death of her mother. And that's OK. Mm -hmm. Nobody is here. And, and, and if I was to find out, somebody told her, oh, you should be fine. She. Yeah, I'm on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm on first thing smoking. You don't say you don't do that. You you, you have your time. You have you. You do what you need to do to feel those emotions. If we ride it down the road. And we talking about a conversation that triggers you because it happens. Riding down the road, we was having a conversation. It triggered her. She started crying. I was there for her. And all I did was be silent and let her have her moment. Mm -hmm. Because I understand. I understand now. I can't say that the old me would have did that. Me 10 years ago. I can't say. I mean, I'm just. You would have. You would have. Look, I mean. You've always been there for me. I told you to just fuck it up a little bit. Like, what the hell are you crying for? Like, what's the what's matter? Yeah, I would have said that. You know it. But you just now, said that. <laughs> now where I am, and, and it took, like you said, it took a significant emotional event for me to understand, you know. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's okay to feel these emotions because not, not allowing myself to feel 
put me in a really bad space. I don't want to be there no more. So let me feel these emotions. And then what do you do with things that trigger you? You know, you need to identify, okay, this is a trigger for me. If somebody says this, don't go off on that person because that person may not intentionally be trying to trigger you. You know, just, just separate yourself for a minute. Let them know I just need a few minutes or whatever you have to do to peacefully separate from whatever is triggering you so that you can have that moment and bring yourself back to, okay, here we are. It is, I'm going to be all right. Let me feel the motion. Let me feel what I feel. And, and then we'll go from there. But there are things that trigger me. Yes, there are things that trigger me because there are still things I'm done. Or um, it was it was something that hurt me. You know, I wouldn't say there are things undone because I personally try not to leave nothing undone because you know where that leads to. So I try to be present in in all situations but there are things that trigger me and for me i have to separate myself and have my own you know and that's okay and you have to be okay don't be the one that's like and i used to tell y'all this too i say what's wrong nothing you know damn well something is wrong just tell me i don't want to talk about it right now I'm feeling what I'm feeling. Let me just, when I'm ready, I'll come to you. You know what I'm saying? Just let the person feel safe enough to say that to you without you being all extra. Let the person have the feeling. Let them feel what they feel. You know, let them feel what they feel. And I was always big on that. Don't tell me nothing when it's, I clearly see something is wrong. So I don't do that no more. Mic check. Is your mic is your mic off? Can you hear me? Oh, okay. So yeah, like I said, you you have to be able to allow that person to process what's going on. Yeah. You know, and as the person who's receiving this, it also lets you know what state of mind this person is in. Right. That okay? too. Maybe I need to back up. You know, right. maybe you know you going you don't want to hear about the light bill right now. Let me just right. let that go. You know, so you take those signs and not just with your friends, but you can be that influence just normal people on the street. And it was simple because I was taking a um, a class and we discussed why people don't just say good morning. You can clearly walk past ten people and no one will say anything. But it just good morning to someone or how you doing? It's a beautiful day can totally change someone's mindset. Change it to where maybe they're in a better mood, you know? So we have to pass that along um, across the board. You know, I try to be a positive influence wherever I go. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes, you know, it's a bad day. That's me just walking by, but I expect or hope that someone will say, you know what, Shirley, how are you doing today? Right, right, right. You know, so right. we, we have to, you know, let it go and, and try to be as uh, polite and nice as possible, you know, that's it. And, you know, you hear a lot of people cause I know, you know, with me being from the South and me being up here, you know, I just have this, I mean, it, it's just something in us. I don't know why we speak to everybody. I don't know. But we do. I mean, we speak to everybody. Like, That's how it is. And, you know, I, I don't care where I am. It's I'm going to speak to somebody that's in close proximity to me. I, I may have a full-fledged. No matter where we go. With you, you know? <laughs> And that's just, I just attract people like that. People feel comfortable to talk to me. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I see that as a good thing because just like you said, you could really change the impact of the next thing that happens in someone's life mm -hmm. just by saying good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Mm -hmm. Because I used to tell my kids I, or, or my soldiers, anybody, well, why are you so angry this morning? The only person you had contact with was God because he woke you up. So what was your man with him? And sometimes the reality is they very well may be. They very well may be. That's right. They very hey. well may be. But you showing kindness, you know, may change that whatever that plan was for the for that day step, you know at work you know your co-worker may be ready to go in there and slap the supervisor mm. you just walk in and be like hey darling how are you yeah. change the whole whole demeanor change That's that right. person's whole demeanor 
you know. So I just think that um, it is up to us, you know, we're, we're, our generation is now, we're in the seat. We hold the power. Granny does not hold the power no more. All right, Granny does no, no, no longer wear the panties. Okay, she's now, retired. She's retired. We gotta you know, pick it up. We are the big mamas. We are the Madias. You know. Yes. <laughs> yes. So we. Just, so what do we do? What do we do? Let's. So what do we do? What, what do we do? We're. we're we, it's time for us to make the changes. You know, mm-hmm. it's time for because you know the crazy thing is me and my cousins was talking about that. Um, when I was up in New York, I forgot one time or another. And we were saying that how watching our kids, they're so separate. When we were like this, it's yeah. like you can walk past your cousin and not even know that's your cousin. Uh, Junior. Y'all remember Junior? Y'all used to play in the park together, play in the dirt together. You know, because no, I, I ain't seen Junior since we no, were times have changed, and we unfortunately we didn't do our part mm-hmm. to instill that into our kids, give them that opportunity to spend with their families, know their families. So, but see, I, I I don't I wouldn't necessarily say that 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 falls on us. You know, no, I'm, I have to say that that, that falls on, on on our mothers because you know we were close, but mm-hmm. where did they? I guess that foundation to make us come together. Right. You know, where was those, those, those family meals where everybody had, you know, you had to go to big mama house on Sunday. Right. That's what I'm saying. We need to take on that now because by us not doing those things that our parents did with us, did the the, walk past the cousin and don't even know it's the cousin, you know? Um, not even knowing, or you you out there being mean to somebody, and that that's your cousin. Don't, yeah. you, don't treat you bug like that. That's your cousin, you know. But it's just, you know, what what do we do from here? You know what? I know for me, I can speak for myself. Uh, one thing that I always did with my kids because I'm an only child, so I didn't have no brothers. Okay, they didn't have no aunties and no uncles. They had a whole bunch of military aunties and uncles. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, like when you would come visit, anybody come visit, we always, you know, we sit down to the table and eat mm-hmm. as a family. You know, we take trips together. I always wanted to, you know, do family things and teach my kids that family is important. Is and true. I mean, it's an unfortunate thing that, the military took me so far away from um, our family that mm-hmm. you know, my kids didn't really, they had those experiences, but those experiences within was within the military community. And it was different within the military kids are different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They ain't the same like regular, you know, project kids. They ain't the same. You know, it's not the same. It's not the same, baby. It's not the same. You know, my poor kids with a culture shock <laughs> when they were the poor they, oh. <laughs> they was like, What <laughs> you want me to go where <laughs> and how to do what with what? So um I think that's important that we, you know, and I think sometimes I mean, because I get wrapped up in it too, like I'm a grandma, yeah, but I'm out here doing my thing, living my life. But you know, you gotta kind of wheel it back in sometime because you gotta think about, you know, what are you really, what are you really showing your grandbaby? You know, I mean, oh, what are you showing your grandbaby? You know, what I mean, I know because let Journey tell it. I know how to pose in Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> I did more to teach Journey how to pose. Okay. Yeah. I think um, we have to. But, we have to but you know, I'm serious. Like, you know, me and Dominique are so far away right now. Journey's my only grandchild, but me and Dominique are so far away. So, you know, I put a lot of miles in to make sure for those pertinent, you know, those big significant moments in her life, mm-hmm. she knows her grandma is there. I'm there. You know, holidays, I'm there. You know, birthdays, I'm there because I want her to understand that, you know, family is important, you know. Yes. And, and I just think we 
We need to step up to the plate. We, we can't do. look at because when you let's take my mother's all I think all my mother's siblings are um they they crossed over the pearly gate. <laughs> yeah, I think all my um all my mother's siblings, but you see what I'm saying? Yeah, got you. Mothers, our mothers, our cousins' mothers. All you know, they some of them just the last one hanging. The last on. one, and they're, they're older in age. They, yeah. they can move and do so what we can. We, is we gonna wait until it ain't no more of them to say, okay, where we have family dinner at for Thanksgiving this year? You know, yeah, yeah. Or we just not gonna get together no more? Like, come on now, like. I think I just think our generation, Generation X, I think we need to step up more. We need to be more involved. The same thing we're in the community. We need to be more involved because I feel like because I know with my kids, especially now, they probably would never admit it. But as adults, they do a lot of things that they used to see me do. They do a, a lot of things that they used to see me do the way that they keep house, because before yeah. I couldn't get them jokers to keep clean for nothing you know now my son he got his sneakers laid out and everything's so pristine and he got to smell good and look good before i'm like why do you smell like old dirty tennis shoes you know? <laughs> but, but you see what i'm saying they do they mimic a lot of the positive things that they see us do so like I know I like to volunteer. My mm -hmm. daughter sees that. My daughter has a huge heart. Now, she might not be out there volunteering much, but she has a huge heart and she's very giving. She will give you the shirt off her back. You know what I mean? Like, and she has a hustler spirit. Like, if, if she had to go through something and that seed was planted, she yes. went through her time yes. and now she is like, I'm getting after it. You know, she has a hustler spirit. So it's like you think they're not looking, but they're looking. So they see you. Right. We want to show you. them, okay, we got y'all back. We still here. We still turning up now. Don't get it twisted. We still get it. There you go. But <laughs> Sunday dinner, I got that mac and cheese in the oven. Hey, you know what I'm I still know how to cook. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I might not be cooking no mac and cheese, but see, and see, that's what we got to go back to I'm that whole saying, thing. I might make again, a, and this I might, might make a green salad or something like that. No, no, no. But see, you know, you got to think I about mean, that too. Those are the things we're not passing down either. I mean, yeah, I get we you. Ain't passing down, we ain't passing well, we down. We ain't passing down how to make that whole mac heart disease. I mean, <laughs> we got to pass down heart disease. Good point. We got to pass down diabetes. I mean, they. They can be projected, you know, a little bit better. Like, you know, that, you know? I mean, yeah, you know, you know three cheese so, instead of seven. Yeah, you know, we might have a green salad or something like that, there some chicken breasts or something okay. like that, you know, salmon or something. I, I would not but but I, I just think that. we just need to, we need to stop looking at focusing on what's wrong, be more and more okay. opportunities say, what can I do? to affect change versus saying this is wrong that is wrong this is wrong that is wrong they this they that they ours so we can say they you know they are what they are but they're ours Those are, you can these do are our is, kids yeah. these these, exactly. are, these are what we produced yep That's you know it. you can you got to think about it teachers spent which is going to be for next month we're going to highlight educators because mm. educators are probably the most underpaid, the most overlooked, anybody that take care of kids, they're the most underpaid, the most overlooked, the most underappreciated person in the true. dang on world. It is true. And they spend more time you know, with our children than we do. Yeah, they spend yeah. more time with the kids than we do. That is true. So it's like they're whether you want to believe it or not, they're taking on some of the attributes of those people too. That's true. They really are. They're taking on attributes from those people as well. So I think, you know, this was a great month to see so many different things. And at least it was for me, you know, and it is my show. So um, that's all that matters, right? That's all that matters. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm hoping that you guys got some too, but, but for real, for real, like I get something out of like these topics, they, 
God plants them in me. And and I get something, a revelation from everyone. So when I got, you know, last night, when I was just thinking and preparing for the show tonight, I was like, I can't do that. I can't talk about disease because we have not poured enough into disease to have an opinion of disease. We have to pour some more into disease, allow them to be, you know, people say, oh, you know, they're geeks and they're, everything is technology, blah, blah. That is a good thing. We we not in the fifties no more. Yeah, but we still need to always know how to do things. You and know, that's what technology. we're here for. But we're not gonna always be here. So again, right. So we gonna, have to... we're gonna pour the past, the positive past into the future. Mm -hmm. So they'll have a little bit of each balance. They will have a balance. Yes. Because we can't have an opinion about them if we're not doing our part. And I, I just develop I, and mold I them. Yes. We cannot have an opinion about them if we're not doing our our part is not getting them the new Jordans that come out, making sure they got the Oculus. You know, that's that's we need more than that. We need to take time in their education, know what they know. I know for one. I am really glad that I do not have a, a Generation Z because the math now, goodbye. My kids, all of us will be in class together. I would have to quit my job and go to school, go to, school. So to, to learn math, math now. So, you know, but if you have a child in the Z's, if you have a, a Generation Z child, you need to learn these things. You need to be able to speak the new language. You can't just be like, wow, they didn't teach me that. And the, the no, child no, no, no. don't want you to teach them the wrong way if the teacher teaching a whole new way. Google is your friend. Your best friend. Google is okay. your friend, parents. Google, Google is your, is best your friend. friend. Yeah. Mm. You know, I, I do the easy stuff with my grandbaby. Flashcards. What's this journey? Hey, grandma. Good job. And I turn it around. A is for what, Journey? Apple. Good job, Journey. Great. Back to the basics. Back to the basics. <laughs> I can do that. Sight words. Yeah. Words out. I can do that. But hats off to y'all. But the point of the matter is just because it's different doesn't mean it's wrong. Mm, agreed. And we don't want them to feel that way. Like, we don't want them to, you know, feel like I can't go to my mama or my auntie or my grandma or whoever and talk about what's important to me or what makes me happy because they so stuck in, in the old days, as they say, in mm -hmm. the old days. Just embrace it, you know, embrace it. Just like parenting, you have to embrace it at every stage. You cannot love your children the same way as a teenager as you did a toddler. You can't love your your adult child the same way you loved your adult um your teenage child. Mm -hmm. You can't love your child in their 30s the way you love the child in the 20s. It okay. changes. Yes. You should be graduating. You 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 need to have a double triple PhD by the time your child is 50 years old. <laughs> you need to have like four, five, six PhDs because they evolve just like our parents had to do with us. We evolved. We were not them. We, you know. Nothing like them. Yeah. If my mother's 40, she was not doing what I'm doing right now. Not even close. Not even close. So the times change and we just have to open ourselves up, you know, open ourselves up to be available, to be non-judgmental, to be um, loving, to be present open-minded 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 and present and yes. whatever it is that they're dealing with because you know we i would hate for someone that is listening to my voice right now didn't you know get involved in this conversation and didn't take this conversation heed and they lose a child or a niece or a nephew or something like that to suicide or something because the child didn't feel like they had anybody to turn to so um, I just think that, you know, I know I say I just think a lot because I really do think a lot. But and I think um, I think a lot of us in our adulthood, you know, um, we can't express because I can't say that 
I've always been able to express my emotions. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, you know, I wasn't able to express my emotions because I was afraid of judgment. Mm -hmm. You know, I was afraid of not being loved. And, and that's just a whole nother package that I needed to um, unbox. And when I unboxed it, it opened me up to be able to love myself better and accept myself and allow other people to accept me where I am, you know? So. I and, think and not care if they don't accept. You. And, and, and not care if they don't. Yeah. Now I can't say that I don't always care because if I do love you or I have a positive emotion towards you. Yeah. And I'm not pretty sure 99% of the people, anybody that say they don't, they lying, but you care about what someone that you care about feels about you, you know, especially if they feel like you've done something wrong to them or something like that. And yeah. I just think we just need to be a little bit more open and understanding and positive when it comes to our emotions. And, and it's okay to feel what you feel. Mm -hmm. It is okay. It's okay. And just like Shirley said, it's okay to stay there for a little while, but baby, you can't stay there That's long. Right. Yeah. It is not a safe place. Okay. When it's no longer safe, you need to call on Jesus. You need to call on somebody, baby. Call on somebody. Mm -hmm. And um phone a friend. Yeah, phone a friend, baby. He <laughs> phone home. Phone somebody. Jesus, phone somebody. Yes. And you know, I know I'm thankful for my circle because um I would I remember when I was down back in 2016, I was down for more than a two days. And I didn't talk to my friends for a long time, yeah. but my true friends, they stayed the course. And when they, when I was ready to open up, they was right there for me. Now, did I lose some friends? Oh, yes, I did. Of course. But that opens your eyes, especially as an adult in my 40s. Who would have thought that my friends would be mad that I wouldn't talk to them about how I was feeling during a significant emotional event in my life? But again, it's all about growing. It's all about growing. It's all about growing. And yeah, you, you so you grow friends. Yeah, I don't feel no kind of way towards them, no negative way. But for my mm -hmm. friends, that those are my girls, the, that's my circle, you know, mm -hmm. and they know me. I know them. They know what makes me tick. And, you know, we might not talk every day, but we can sense. You know, there. Yeah. yeah, we can sense that, okay, I need to check in with Keisha. I need to check in with Janae. I need to check in with Shirley. I need to check in with now. You know, I just need to do a check in. I don't want none. I, I just ain't heard to, from you. I just, yeah, I just want to see what you do and make sure you ain't on the run or nothing like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but and it's okay to you know, even in relationship, you should feel okay being your authentic self. Self, exactly. You, and if you're not, then you know you can best believe that that's going to be an issue. Wrong person, you yeah. should be okay to be person. your authentic self and. You shouldn't feel like you have to put on for the people. Like, and don't push away someone who genuinely cares for you. And believe me, if they genuinely care, you can push all you want to. But they ain't going nowhere. They ain't going nowhere. They ain't going nowhere. You're right. They ain't, they ain't going, going nowhere. nowhere. They be right back. Because believe me, it's a lot of people I answer the phone for. I text back when they in my mind. I'm like, why the hell am I doing this? Why? Somebody please tell me why, because I know how this going to end. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But I genuinely care for those people. So you call on me, I'm there. You saying hello, you all right? How you doing? I'm there. Because I'm on your mind for one reason or another. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, I just, and, you know, I know people say I'm so emotional. I am. I'm an emotional being, and I love everybody to a degree. Mm. And... I just, I, I want to be available because I know what it feels like to carry a burden. I know, I mean, we all got our cross to bear and we're going to all bear our cross until we go on the glory. But some things ain't a part of our cross. Some things are things that we put on our own back and we just afraid to give them up or yeah. we're afraid to deal with them. You know, and sometimes you has have to have someone in your corner to say, you know what, um, let me take that for you. And let me mm -hmm. put it down. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You know, some look, you know the story of Jesus. 
you know, so okay. So I mean, I mean, I'm serious. You know the story of Jesus had to take his cross for him. So I got you. If if you need for me to lighten your load, I got you. You know, I got you. What you need from me? What can I do for you? I got you. You know, so um, so all the people listening, just take a little few minutes and just allow yourself to feel what you feel. It's okay. It's okay to have a bad day. It's okay that your kids get on your nerves. It's okay that your husband made you mad. It's okay that your wife made you mad. It's okay. It's okay that your boyfriend made you mad. It's okay that the dog peed in the house. It's okay. I know the bills are due. It's okay. If you got scream, scream, let it out. But I ask you, please, if you can hear the sound of my voice, please do not carry that build up in you. Please allow somebody to love you. Allow somebody to care for you. Allow somebody to be your safe space. It's okay. It really is. If you need to call me, if you need to text me, if you need to inbox me, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Because you may say very much say something that's going to empower me and encourage me, just like I may say something that's going to empower you and encourage you. If not, please find a safe place. If you feel like you don't have a face a safe place, please find that safe place. Because I want all of us to win to the end. I don't want anybody to go prematurely, and I don't want anyone to be unhappy. God gave all of us a purpose, a plan. We're not here by accident. We're all on assignment. This is not our permanent place. And we could live a good life. And a good, wealthy life does not mean money. A good, wealthy life means happiness, joy, fruits of the spirit. That's a good life. So thank you, Shirley, for joining me tonight at the last minute. It was a pleasure. I, just, was, I was wondering when my turn was coming. I, just, I know. I just, I just needed you. Quick. I, just, I just needed you. Right. What are friends for? I'm there for you. Remember. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, Shirley's going to be back. Um, hopefully, she'll be here in person when we have. Yeah, that is definitely the goal. When we have this yeah. conversation, but got some be. great things coming in June. So I'm hoping she's going to come here and be a part of it in live and in color because it that does. going to be crazy. Yeah, it does. I just think the the energy is just different when when we're in person but um thank you all uh first of all i want to thank god of course for giving me the opportunity at this platform that i love so much i told my therapist today i said you know what donica i love you girl but my therapist is really my podcast because <laughs> at the end of the day donica like as long as i get my money no my therapist she cares about me i really love her she's the bomb um <laughs> Thanks to my uh, Brass Mill family, which is the bomb. Anybody out there that's in the Bell Camp, Maryland area, you looking for a suite to run your business out of, you looking for an event area, you looking to start a podcast, come to Brass Mill. Doc, she got everything you need. Trust me. If you need financial advice, if you need a financial planner, a business coach, Doc got you. All right. You in good hands here at Brass Mill. And of course, to all my fans, I really uh, um, and my listeners and my followers and my subscribers, I really appreciate you guys. I am now on all podcasts. Um, platform so you can listen to me anywhere, baby. You can even listen to me on Amazon Music. What? Your girl is okay. <laughs> Y'all see Journey's grandma shirt, forties and shorties. I'm just playing. I really what, am. What, a good you, what you teaching the grandma? What you yeah, teaching? Yeah, I, I know. I'm, I really am a good grandma, though. I really am. I, I get in grandma mode when I. Um, but anyway, so thank you all for participating in the Battle of the Errors. Shout out to the Millenniums for being the pivotal point of change. 
<laughs> so, but for the month of May, listen, you guys, let me tell y'all. We're going into season two, baby. We did it. We did it. Ah, we did it. We did it. Ah, we're going into season two. Who going into season two? Your girl made it into season dos. Huh? Dos. It's going to be muy caliente. <laughs> so, yes, I'm hyped about going into season two. I got some new things going on, some fresh ideas. Oh, my God. It's going to be so dope. Um, but for the month of May, we are going to highlight our educators. And we're going to have some great millenniums on deck. Um I have a guest coming from, he's a high school teacher. I have a middle school teacher. And of course, you know, I got to have my favorite millennium, my kid, Miss Dominique, as her kids call her, which I think is so hilarious. Um, but they're going to come on and they're going to talk about how we can help them help disease. Mm -hmm. So we need to do our part. I'm all about doing our part. I'm all about making us better. Um, so stay tuned for all the great and exciting episodes. I'm even going to be doing some little giveaways at every milestone. We're going to be doing something. I have made it to 100 subscribers on YouTube. Actually, I have 109. Let the record reflect. Okay, so here we go now. Here we go now. If you have not subscribed to my YouTube channel, please go to my YouTube channel, hit the red subscribe button, and then before you're finished, make sure you click that little bell bing, so you can know when I post something new. You hear me? So on that note, peace and love, my good people, and always smooches.